Hello, my name is Lou, and welcome to my anatomy and physiology podcast called Structure Follows Function. And um, today we're going to be learning about what happens um, after a tissue is injured, injured and what's involved um, in tissue injury. Uh, we just finished covering up the four main types of tissues, which is epithelial, connective, muscle, and nerve. Um, and I think it's just important to know what happens if any of them are injured, because as we go along through anatomy and physiology, through all the chapters, we're going through this sort of level of organization that gets more complex as we go along. And it's important to know that all these tissues are not isolated. They make up organs, which make up organ systems, and these all have diverse functions. So if there's an injury to a tissue, that means it's going to affect other things going on in the body. And it's important to know what happens. I imagine many of you are not just learning anatomy and physiology for fun. You're probably going to apply it, hopefully, in some very helpful way as a sort of a healthcare worker or some type of clinician. So it's just important, and it might help you um, kind of learn the material better if you understand what happens when it gets hurt. So um, there's uh, two main things that occur after an injury to um, a tissue. It could be connective tissue. It could be epithelium. It could be muscle tissue, nerve tissue. And the first response, in a way, is inflammation. And this is a process that kind of um, isolates the injured area while damaged cells, tissue components, and any dangerous microorganisms organisms are get, they get cleaned up. Um, so there's several stimuli that could produce inflammation. This can include impact, abrasion, distortion, chemical irritation, infection by pathogenic organisms like bacteria or viruses, or even extreme temperatures, hot and cold, can cause inflammation. Um, and another thing, yeah, chemical irritation. A lot of the might a lot of people might not think of this, but diet. You know, the things that we eat can cause inflammation in our body, and wherever that inflammation is, this is sort of the response that's happening. It's causing damage to our tissues. So inflammation it produces several familiar familiar indications of injury. Uh, we call these signs of inflammation. That would be redness, heat or warmth, uh, swelling, pain, and sometimes loss of function. Um, so the heat would probably be caused by that increased blood flow. We're trying to increase the blood flow to the damaged tissue area so we can kind of clean out the site from whatever might have caused the, the uh, inflammation to occur. Um, and uh, increased vessel permeability. This uh, kind of accompanies the blood vessel dilation so that plasma can diffuse into the injured tissue so that the area becomes swollen. And pain, so that we know something's wrong. We sense that our body's injured and we need to do something about it. And, you know, the way the body does something about it is just, you know, this is the inflammation response. It's the first response. We're sending white blood cells and, and oxygen and nutrients to the uh, area to help remove toxins and wastes. We're increasing that blood te temperature, that blood flow, the, you know, dilation of that blood vessel, of those blood vessels to help with this inflammatory response. Uh, and the next set, you know, the uh, the other step, this is sort of a duality in a way of um, 
you know, the response to a tissue injury is inflammation and regeneration. We have regeneration as the next step, and that's the repair that occurs after the damaged tissue has been stabilized and the inflammation has subsided. And it might take a period of several hours to even days for the inflammation to subside and for it to, you know, succeed in eliminating the inflammatory stimuli. Um, and there could be several things that go into the regeneration. You know, for example, fibroblasts, they move into an area, lay down a collagenous uh, framework known as scar tissue if you get a cut. Um, you know, and uh, over time, scar tissue is, um, you know, it kind of will maybe remodel itself to back to its original normal appearance. But, uh, you know, that's the, that's the regeneration process. Um, each organ has a different ability to regenerate after an injury. And remember, organs are just groups of different types of tissues. So that's why it's important to know your tissue types. Um, and usually epithelia, connective tissues, except cartilage, and smooth muscle tissue usually regenerate really well. Um, but skeletal, cardiac, and nerve tissues regenerate pretty poorly, if at all. Um, and skin, you know, skin can regenerate pretty rapidly and completely after an injury. But what's uh, one type of tissue that, if there is damage to it, it could be really serious? Well, what kind of keeps us pumping and going all the time, every day, 24-7? And that if it were to stop, you know, we wouldn't be here right now. And that's damage to the heart. That's a lot more serious. That's cardiac muscle. Um, and those and, and damage to any type of cardiac muscle cells uh, is replaced by fibrous tissue. That's called fibrosis, or the replacement of normal tissue by fibrous tissue. You don't really want fibrous tissue going on your heart. It's kind of stiff, and the heart needs to have that cardiac muscle so that it, you know, operates normally and not be stiff. Um, and so we don't want to have any injury to the heart. And uh, we can go into later what kind of causes uh, cardiac injury. Um, but it's just important to know this if you're going into uh, any type of healthcare field. Um, and this is just, you know, a brief overview of the inflammation and regeneration steps that occurs as a response to tissue injury. Thank you so much. Another, uh, last but not least, another important thing um, to add to tissue injury is also what happens to tissues as we age. Um, you know, tissue regeneration decreases and cancer rates increase. Um, there's various effects on our tissues as we get older. Um, you know, with age, the speed and effectiveness of tissue regeneration decreases. So that means that the repair and maintenance activities um, throughout the body slow down. Um, we're not, you know, our, metaz our metabolism or our energy consumption generally decreases. And that kind of there's things that affect that, like, you know, a sedentary lifestyle and hormonal alterations, a bad diet, um, and even genetics. But um, your epithelia get thinner, connective tissues become more fragile, you can bruise more easily, bones become more brittle, like, you know, which is osteoporosis. Um, and even our cardiac muscle cells and our neurons are not normally replaced as well. So, um, you know, I know this can all sound like sad news, but if you live a healthy lifestyle that includes a healthy diet, avoiding 
you know, things, foods that cause inflammation, uh, which I don't want to get into in this podcast. Um, but, um, you know, you eat healthy, you exercise daily and take your, you know, multivitamins that come with calcium. You get out in the sun for at least 15 minutes every day. Um, you maintain healthy connections with other people and, um, you, you know, avoid smoking and carcinogens, you can hopefully extend your lifespan and reduce the uh, effects of aging um, on on tissues. Um, so thank you for listening and I uh, hope this was helpful.